Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movies to Drink To. My name is Finn, that is Mr. Smith. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I've had a stressful couple of days, alright? <laughs> Barry's just run out. <laughs> yes, a brand new episode. Today we are talking about M. Night Shyamalan's often parodied, rarely praised super dud from 2008, The Happening. Yes. What's happening? Meh. What's happening? <laughs> The happening's happening. The happening's happening. Ah, it's all happening. The fappening. The happening. <laughs> I think that's a website. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Before we go on, don't forget to uh, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or uh, you know wherever you're listening and stuff like that. Mm. And like and share and that would be great. It would be lovely. Yeah, we're being serious by the way. Please do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no sarcasm here. Yeah. Just fucking do it. <laughs> That'd be great. So... The Happening from 2008, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan. Shia LaBeouf, M. Night Shia LaBeouf. M. Night Shame about the last film. <laughs> it stars Mark Wahlberg, Zoe Deschanel, John Leguizamo, Alison Sanchez, Alan Ruck, and a bunch of other people I haven't heard of. Oh, and M. Night Shyamalan's in it. Yes, he is. He is. a disembodied voice on a phone. Yes. The plot of this. Beeth. A science teacher, his wife, and a young girl struggle to survive a plague that causes those infected to commit suicide. Is the most basic <laughs> description of this film. Wow. <laughs> Our story begins in... Right. In Central Park, New York City, 8.33am. It comes up as a subtitle. Yep. Get used to this. It happens a lot in this film. And as you'd expect, the park is filled with dog walkers, joggers, people on their way to work, some tourists... And then we meet two young ladies sitting on a park bench who I guess are friends but seem to have met up to sit next to each other and read individual yeah, books. ignore each other's existence and just read their books together. Yeah. Could have done that at home separately. Didn't have to leave. Yeah, could have done that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. It does seem like a weird thing not to like set Not like they're up. even reading the same book. Yeah, like as a weird setup. Yeah, <laughs> not even in a book club. Like, they're just like, should we go down the park and read silently to each ourselves yeah so, okay no worries it's like two friends sitting at a bar on their phones yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of them hears a scream in the distance and proceeds to demonstrate her terrible acting skills as a bunch of weird shit starts happening yeah she basically she narrates the happening as it's happening like we're just looking we don't see anything it's just her face and she's going did you hear that scream why are those people doing something weird that person stopped and walking backwards what is going on <laughs> Stuff's happening. People mm. seem to freeze and mm. then have brain farts and not be able to talk properly. Yeah. And then her friend sitting next to her, she takes out a hairpin. Is it a hairpin? Yeah. It's like a knitting needle. It's well, about do you remember for a while this long. it was really popular for like the um the geisha yeah. chopsticks in the hair. That's that's what, that's it, what is. it is. Yeah, they were really popular for like between like two thousand and eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh this probably killed that. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes it out and she stabs herself through the throat. Her friend does not react to this at all, really. I thought we don't see her. Like she's well, she she's it's, just looking. Or I can't, I can't remember. She's, she's so, sort of such a nothing. Her friend says that where you are. She stabs herself through the neck on the other side. But yeah, her friend just kind of looks at this and then looks away. Like, huh? What else is going? Turns on? Turns the page of her book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the idea is that it's happening on the other. But you'd still see that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you would notice. Like, yeah. We then cut over to another subtitle. Ready? Three blocks from Central Park, New York City, 8.59 a.m. I don't see why the filmmakers need to add that three blocks from Central Park is in New York City. Yeah. We know. <laughs> like, we know. Yeah. You don't need to say that. You could just say three blocks away. Mm. Mm, yeah. We also, know. round it up to nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> anyway, three blocks away, still in New York. We meet some construction workers hard at work. And by hard at work, I mean standing around telling jokes. Yep. When all of a sudden, another construction worker falls from the building and dies on impact. And then another. And then another. It's raining men. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening here? It's quite cool. The bit where the, like, where the guys hit the floor looks quite cool. The like, shot where the, he looks up and yeah, sees all, like, a bunch off. of them. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, ten, like, there's no way there's that many construction workers up on that roof. No, They'll not be, working like, anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there does seem like a lot <laughs> for this project. Yeah, so, it, like, Lemmings just going yeah. off. Just, and he's just like, oh, my God, what's happening? We then cut to another subtitle, Philadelphia High School, Philadelphia, 9.45 a.m., where we, we, yep, 
where we meet Mark Wahlberg, who's playing a science teacher. (laughs) (laughs) The same way he plays a cop or a gangster or pretty much any other character he's played in the last 20 years. (laughs) Hey, kids, you want to learn? Do you want to learn something? Yeah. What are we learning about the disappearance of the bees? What exactly does photosynthesis mean? (laughs) He's teaching his uninterested students about honeybees and tells one of them, Jake, that he's perfect and will be a heartthrob his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, was fine in 2008, apparently. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, the whole idea was like, come on, Jake, why are you not interested yeah. in science? Come on. You're a beautiful boy. Yeah. That face not going to be perfect forever, you know. Tell your mother, say hi to your mother for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jake, how's it going? Yeah, it's just, I couldn't, like, help but I, I haven't seen this film in so long and I've forgotten all about it. Like, and, I've uh, never f- seen this. Have you not? <laughs> no. like, I saw it years ago when it came out. Uh, and just as it pans in, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a teacher. It's the most unrealistic <laughs> person to play a teacher ever. Just crack me up. Luckily, the class is interrupted by the vice principal who would like to have a word with Professor Marky Mark. I can only assume about his noncy behaviour towards <laughs> the students. Um, Mark, may I have a word? What now? Yeah. Come on, just play him a compliment. Yeah. Give me I'm... a break here. <laughs> Try to teach about bees. I'm not hitting on these kids. I'm just trying to build them up. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you ever have a student issue? <laughs> This is how teachers do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but no, it turns out all all of the school's uh, faculty have been pulled from their lessons, yep. leaving the children completely unsupervised. So the principal can inform them that they think there is a terrorist attack that's happened in Central Park, an yep. airborne chemical attack. This is Alan Ruck. This is Alan Ruck in his, his only scene, scene. His one scene in, in the whole scene. film. Yep. This is like Connor Roy from Succession recently, and yeah. uh, more famously Cameron from well, not Ferris more famously Bules. now Cameron from Ferris Bueller's yeah. Elf, and he has this one line. Yeah, good for it. him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To not be associated with the rest of the film. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so everyone is sent home. John Leguizamo, who's playing a maths teacher... Equally bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> he invites Marky Mark and his wife to come with him to his mother's house to say hi to his mother for him. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marky Mark agrees. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Mother Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to go to your mother's. Yeah, I can say hi to her. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> Marky Mark mentions that his wife has been acting a bit odd recently. And then John Leguizamo then informed... They're best friends, by the way. Yeah. He informs Marky Mark that he saw his wife on their wedding day crying before the wedding. Basically, he says, your wife hates you, Marky Mark. Yeah, she Mark. didn't want to get married to you. This, yeah. All of this conversation doesn't feel like it should be had now. No. Like, this is all... What should we call it? Um, uh, ex- exposition. Yeah. It's, it's all purely exposition, and it's so badly done. And it's not like a like, natural conversation. No, not have. at all. Like, just like, don't... Yeah, you wouldn't do that, would you? Like, you've just been informed there's a terrorist thing. Like, you've got to clear the kids yeah. out. Everyone's going home. You just like come tomorrow. Like, fucking talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> we then cut to Zoe Deschanel's big, dumb, beautiful face, mm. where she is ignoring a call from someone called Joey and making crazy eyes. And that is M Night Shalabuf. That yeah. For some reason, Zoe Deschanel plays her character like she's eight years old. Yeah, I know. I looked. I mean, Zoe Deschanel. She's a, she's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, like I can't take her seriously in anything at all. Like, and I don't know. I this film confuses me anyway because I don't know if it's a parody. Um, but yeah, she does not fit this role. <laughs> no, it's really weird. Oh, and it's mentioned that New York City is being evacuated. Yes. Yes. Everyone has to leave. Yes. Anyway, a bit later, Marky Mark and his child bride meet up with John Leguizamo, who's with his daughter at the train station, and it is announced on the news that's playing at the station. Yep. That that is. The toxin. Welcome is... to Exposition Live. Yes. <laughs> Why? What? I've... Come on. Even Plot moving dialogue every hour on the hour. Even like Waterloo Station does yeah. not have big TVs playing yeah. news live. Like even if there was an emergency, people like they don't have that facility. Like, so. Certainly not loud enough for everyone in Gra- Grand Central Station is a big fucking place. Like, this is Philadelphia, isn't it? Oh, is it Philadelphia? It's well, still whatever. Penn, is it Penn State? Whatever. Penn, yeah, but yeah, th- there's no way you've got TVs loud enough for everybody. Like with the level of conversation, especially people panicking and everything else. Yeah. For everybody to go, sorry, what's that? <laughs> and start watching it. It wouldn't happen. Yes, and the toxin is believed to be natural. Mm. Leguizama and Zoe have a really weird interaction. This causes an argument, and Zoe decides to sit alone for the train journey. Yeah. Oh, and John Leguizamo's wife isn't there. She's busy shopping or some shit, and she's going to get the next train. Yeah, she's going to catch up with them later for no reason at all. Yeah, because she has to go to the shop to buy Jess, Leguizamo's daughter, a a present. Yeah. Except you don't. 
So imagine that conversation later on. It's your fault your mum died. Because <laughs> you couldn't go without your My Little Pony or some shit. Yeah, I just wrote that. John Leguizamo's wife is getting the next train. She isn't. <laughs> we then cut over to Rittenhouse, another subtitle, Rittenhouse Park, Philadelphia, 11.31 a.m. And pretty much the same thing that happened in Central Park happens again. Yeah, what happens is like... The happening. The, the trees start waving a little bit. Yeah. They're like, Ooh, and you're like, and this is filmed as though it's something like really sinister. Yeah, it isn't. It's trees. <laughs> it's trees. It's wind. It's wind. Yeah. <laughs> Over on the train, Zoe is calling Joey and telling him to cool it. Yeah, back off. Yep. Okay. He's like, I'm trying to direct the movie. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out later more about this. It's but don't. It's uninteresting. Don't, don't get yeah, too excited. Soon as well. News reaches the train of the happening in Philadelphia. What well, happened? Well, she's on the phone to him. This is where she goes. We ate tiramisu together. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And she hangs up. You're yeah. Like, hmm? Hmm? <laughs> what? Say what now? Yeah, they, they eat tiramisu, yeah, which is a delicious dessert. Yeah, it is a lovely dessert. Do you have the recipe? I really need it. <laughs> but tiramisu is not the basis for a, a relationship. Certainly not one behind your husband's back. No. no. So news reaches the train that there is the, the, a happening has happened yeah. in Philadelphia. And uh, John Leguizamo, his wife, it turns out, has got on a bus heading to Princeton in New Jersey, yes. right? There is lots of bad acting going on in this scene from everyone. It's really bad. I mean, there, there's a ton of terrible acting in this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just weird. I mean, it's bad all the way through, but there's just a few scenes that stand out that are, like, uber bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The train stops at a place called Filbert. We do not get a subtitle for this one. No, because we've already had a big sign that says Filbert, so yeah. that's enough. Okay. <laughs> But, but I was sitting there going, but what's the time? Yeah. <laughs> what state are we in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the trains have stopped because the trains just aren't running anymore. Yeah, that makes no sense either. No. So Marky Mark goes over to find out what's going on. And it turns out that they aren't running anymore because they've lost contact with everyone. Yeah. Even though there's still radio stations going. Yeah. And there's another, there's still a news yeah. station going. Oh, and apparently this one train has seven train conductors. Yeah. There's a massive it's like group a of gaggle them. of train conductors all there, like in the same them. uniform. Yeah. But it's like, like that train journey's so long that one will sleep and the other will do the ticket collecting. Seven. <laughs> They'll swap over. Seven. I know, it's of ridiculous. Them. It's absolutely absurd. <laughs> but then, yeah. um, the trains is like, what, what do you mean? It's one for each carriage. Yeah. No, but why? What do you, we've lost contact. Okay, we'll just keep going. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why do we have to stop now? Yeah, I don't like, understand. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, then was it Marky Mark goes over to his crowd, and he says to Jess because Jess is a little bit scared. Yeah. And he goes, "Don't worry, Jess. Nothing will happen to us because we're in a small town." Yep. Nothing happens in small... T- it's like he's never seen a horror film or read a Stephen King book. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing. There's a lot of dumb things said in this film. That's yeah. one of them. Yeah, so John Leguizamo da- yeah, John Leguizamo's daughter Jess is scared and cold, and that happens. And Zoe Deschanel comments on how alike they are, because they mm. both act like children. Yeah. She goes, I don't like to share my feelings either. Or act. Yeah, <laughs> but look at like my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Marky Mark returns and he lies to everyone's face about what the very large group of train conductors told him. Don't know why. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. The gang head over to what appears to be Filbert's only diner. Yeah. In an attempt to make Jess feel better, Marky Mark gives her his mood ring. Yep. This 40-year-old science teacher wears a mood ring. Yeah, I know. This whole film does feel like it was written by a 15-year-old. Like, or younger. Check out my mood ring. I got it in the fun fair. <laughs> Your mother gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, look what colour you are. That's great, Jess. <laughs> and then a random woman sat next to Marky Mark shows him a video on her phone of a guy feeding himself to lions at the Philadelphia Zoo. In front Thanks of for Jess. That. Yeah, did you yeah. see that, Jess? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, was I in the way, Jess? There you go. Look, it's just like, put, look, look at him. Put his arm in that lion's mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, this obviously this uh, toxin, this natural toxin, causes people to just commit suicide by any means they can. Well, yeah. Even if it's, hey, I'm going to get in that lion enclosure and just be eaten. Yeah. But also not While somebody scream. else films it. Yeah. Then they will just stand around. Because Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. And it, it affects some people and not other people. No, I don't. Like, well, <laughs> actually, like the guy feeding himself to lion, 
Lyons has been affected, but the people stood right by him filming on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. The diner staff drag out their one TV so everyone can watch the news, where they're now saying that it might not be terrorists, it might not be a terrorist attack. Then the power goes out. Because, of course, it does. Yes. As this... Because we've lost contact with everyone. As this happening seems to be happening only in the northeast, everyone decides to leave Philbert and head west. Except for John Leguizamo. He's going to head to Princeton to look for his wife, mm. but not before dumping his daughter on Zoe and Marky Mark. Oh, and there's an elderly couple who have offered Zoe and Marky Mark uh, a lift west. Yeah, the beardy man. Yeah. Everyone is fine with this. This is the dumbest moment of the film so far. Yeah. <laughs> so, old couple have come along and said, we'll drive you west. We're heading west, we'll drive you. Leguizamo's like, I'm going to go to Princeton... But you gotta take my daughter. Yeah. What? So there's a thing happening. Yep. People are dying because of this thing that is happening. It's only happening in the northeast. They're gonna go west. Yeah. His wife is in Princeton. So there is a quite high chance that his wife is dead. Yes. Almost certainly. Yes. So <clears throat> what he's gonna do is uh, his daughter has quite highly likely lost her mum. Mm-hmm. So instead of staying with his daughter. Yep. He's going to give her away and make sure his daughter loses her dad as well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, didn't, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No. Not even like, uh, like oh, she's my wife and I love her. Like, your daughter yes. is there with you yes. at the time. You're just going to palm her off onto somebody else. Yes. And when there is room for you in this other vehicle, they have said that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, yeah it's it dumb makes, as fuck. It's so stupid. <laughs> I just like... It's almost like fucking as well. They was trying to figure out a way, like when they was writing this film. I was like, oh, we've got to up the stakes for this particular couple. Like, we'll we'll give them a child, not their own child. We'll just find a way to palm a child off on them. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, no. Just write write that they've got a child. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got Marky Mark and Zoe and Jess and the old couple uh, in a car. But before heading out of town, the gang has to make a stop at the old couple's house. The other thing that cracked me up, like, really fucking made me laugh as well. You know the bit where, like, everybody gets in their cars and all starts driving off and yeah. stuff? It was like something out of the Cannonball Run. <laughs> like, all it needed was a bit of, like, hillbilly chase music. <laughs> like, and a guy narrating going, so we all jumped into our cars and we hightailed it out of there! <laughs> it's a gold rush! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to tell us twice, okay? <laughs> so weird. Like... Just all zoom off in different directions. Yeah, they're all going to be heading west, but they all go off in different yeah, directions. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Which way's west again? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> so before heading out of town, the gang has to make a stop at the old couple's house, the ones driving them. Uh, the husband, whose character's name is Nursery Owner. Yep. Yep. Big part. Yep. Talks about how great hot dogs are. It's such a weird thing to come out with. But it's not the weirdest thing in that conversation. No, the weirdest thing is that no one else likes hot dogs. Well, <laughs> uh, then, but she go, uh, when he goes, he's talking about like hot dogs and stuff, and he goes, like, they're, they're a great shape and like everything else, and they're tailored, blah, blah, blah. And then he looks at Jess and he goes, You like hot dogs, didn't you? She doesn't say the word. She mouths. Like, yeah. She just mouths the word no and shakes her head for those listening. But it's so. <laughs> and like, because I had the subtitles on, because like some my hearing's hit and miss. And it said, like, and it just said on the touch. I was like, if I watched that wrong. So I went back and it says, mouse word, no. But yeah, <laughs> she just goes. Why not? He's right there. Yeah. Like, just say it. But and I was like, maybe that gets explained later. It doesn't. Like, there's no reason for it. It's so odd. I just thought the weirdest thing was there were these two Americans that didn't like hot dogs. Yeah, no, that's odd as Marky well. Marky Mark doesn't like him either. Anyway. Yeah, yeah he likes Wahlburgers. Okay. <laughs> he does, they have a chain of restaurants called Wahlburgers. I know. Ah, I, was like, I didn't think he did. <laughs> oh no, I know, I get it, I get it. <laughs> Just explaining the joke, yeah. So because it was that good, <laughs> yeah. Because it's always funny. I'm a stand-up comedian. It's always funnier when you have to explain the joke. Yeah, That's my whole act. <laughs> also, the uh, hot dog-loving nursery owner, he has this theory about what's causing all this bullshit. It's plants, he reckons. Yeah, yeah. It's something to do with plants. And, so he, and he starts talking to his plants. Yeah. So, hey, babies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, plant, how's it going? No. <laughs> starts That's doing Mark Wahlberg impressions. <laughs> to the plant. Are Mark you making fun of me? Yeah. Are you mocking me? <laughs> A bit later, John Leguizamo and his new friends, which includes Dante from Clerks. He's, dri- he's the one driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You only ever see, like, the side of his head. Yeah. Yeah. 
They arrive in Princeton and everyone is dead. Everyone. Yep, there's just bodies everywhere. John Leguizamo decides to try and distract people from the horror that they are witnessing with math problems. Yeah. Yay. And then he notices there's a rip in the car's soft top and he realises they're all fucked. Yeah, they're all going to die. I mean, they're in a Jeep. These are not like the most... They're they're not like sealed shut Jeeps. No, it's (laughs) even without the rip in the roof. Yeah. Cars aren't airtight. No. And then there's Blake trying to put his like sweater on the side. Like... It's a soft top. Yeah. Like, that thing is riddled with holes. You're going, yeah. It's, oh, God, it's so stupid. <clears throat> so uh, Dante from Clerks, he drives the car straight into a tree, but Liguizamo survives the crash. Yeah. Uh, then he just sits on the road for a bit before cutting his wrist with a piece of glass. Yeah. End of shit scene. Awful scene, yeah. It's like, it's like a nothing ending to... And to also it's like, who saw really that coming? character, yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Back in the other car, they spot a bunch of dead bodies in the road up ahead. So pull over and try and figure out another way to the highway. This is where she, like, they're, they're like, is that... It's quite clearly bodies. Yeah. But they're all like is having a discussion. Is that what I think it is? Look, we're not entirely sure. And the woman <laughs> goes to the beardy bloke. She says, uh, you've got binoculars in the back from that time you were spying on the neighbours. <laughs> like just really <laughs> he's like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then Marky Mark's got there and he's like definitely bodies like we, kn- <laughs> we know so whilst taking a different route they encounter an army vehicle and they think hey it's the army we're saved but no it's a bumbling private all it's by himself Kendall Roy from Succession yep who's <laughs> lost all communication with his base this is Private Oster yeah other cars filled with people arrive and it is revealed that there's death in every direction they're like a, an inter- a crossroads aren't yeah. they there's like five different roads out. It's like a crossroads of life. And there's just death everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Every, every turn. Yeah. And he's, uh, Wherever you go in life, you'll die. Yeah. He the he has my favourite line in the whole film as well, where they're talking about different ways, and he goes, cheese and crackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I played it twice. <laughs> so cheese and crackers. <laughs> One of the women that's now arrived is on the phone with her daughter, who's in Princeton. And she informs them that everyone there has been happened to death. Apart from her daughter, obviously she's safe, until she isn't. And the woman puts her on loudspeaker so the whole crowd can hear her Her die. It's also like one of the dumbest conversations as well. Because she's like, that's all right. It's all right, honey. Go and stand by the window with the tree. (laughs) So just so Mark will work and go, no, don't stand by the window with the tree. tree. Not the tree window. Trees are bad. (laughs) But why would you say that? Just go and stand by the window. Just go and stand by the window with the field. Like it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> just the window will do. How many windows are in that room? <laughs> so anyway, everyone's dead in Princeton, and they've obviously found out. And Marky Mark is now sad, and him and Jess have a cry and a hug. And Zoe Deschanel attempts to cry, doesn't quite, <laughs> doesn't quite get there. <laughs> attempts to act. Yeah. Once they've gotten over that, the hot dog loving nursery owner bangs on more about plants and how they can release toxins to target certain enemies. So it's it's plants. Mm. That's what we're saying. It's plants. Okay? So they all decide to head for a tiny town nearby. Luckily, there's a real estater in the... Uh, yeah. A real estate agent in the crowd. And he's like, I know a place where no one fucking lives. So they all decide to head for this tiny town nearby where no one lives. Because it they, they come up with this idea. It started in the cities, then towns, and then now it's on the road. Yeah, so it started a, with... The targets are getting smaller. Yeah, it started with big groups of people. And the, now it's... Yeah. yeah. So they head off through the countryside on foot in two groups. Uh, Zoe Deschanel picks this moment to tell Marky Mark that she lied about working late and was actually having dessert, tiramisu, mm. with Joey. Okay. That's, yeah. All right. And, and yeah. He and, acts, and Ma- Yeah, he's like slightly hurt by this. What? You lied to me? Yeah. <laughs> I thought... Tiramisu was our thing. <laughs> why, one, why would you choose this moment? Yeah. And two, this, the whole acting in this scene is just bad. So, well, this is the point where in my notes I put, is this supposed to be a parody? Well, like, have I missed the point of this film? <laughs> is it satire? <laughs> At this point, the other group who are somewhere near-ish, I guess, they are suddenly happened upon mm. by the happening. Happened to death. Happened to death. Uh, The other group, back in the other group, Marky Mark's group, they hear gunshots. This is obviously private... uh, What's his name? Kendall Roy. It's Kendall Roy's (laughs) gun, because the private had a gun. Oh, yeah, where he he stops and starts shouting lines from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. This is my rifle! (laughs) Is that your gun? (laughs) And yeah, so they're, they're obviously in the distance 
taking turns to shoot each other. So they hear gunshots, and then they can't decide what to do. Zoe thinks they should go over and help, while some others panic, and Marky Mark gets angry that people won't allow him time to think. It's the funniest scene. He then starts doing equations in his head. <laughs> now this is the dumbest part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he's like flashing to other people, going like, "We should really go and do something." He's like, "Why will nobody give me a chance? Come on, guys, just trying to come on, get like, All of a sudden, I'm trying to do maths, like, <laughs> trying to do science in my head, which doesn't fucking won't do anything now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah just, it's so fucking weird. Give me a moment to do some mumbo jumbo science in my head <laughs> out loud, okay, guys? This, this is the point in the movie which is supposed to show how smart I am. <laughs> give me a break here. I'm trying to learn to breathe through my nose. <laughs> He decides that the best thing to do is to not help them, and that it is the plants that are killing people. So he advises yeah, all of everyone- this comes together. <laughs> yeah, in his head, it's like that meme with the do 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 do. So he advises everyone to break into smaller groups, as the happening is going for larger groups or whatever. And he says, "Quote: Just stay ahead of the wind." Yeah, because that's easy. It's wind. It's wind. <laughs> Luckily, it moves really slowly, and you can see it. Yeah, you can see it coming, because they're in, like, a grassy field. So, yeah, you've got a visible representation of the wind coming towards them, and they're running from the grass. (laughs) That's moving. (laughs) The moving grass, yeah. Yeah, okay. This is supposed to be a tense moment. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Try and stay ahead of the wind, yeah? Yeah. What? How how do you fucking mean, ahead of the wind? There's one point, doesn't it go, like... Here it comes, or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god! Here comes the wind, guys. Like, and then they have to stop, and it just got kind of goes past because it, it decides they're not a threat because well, there's yeah. only like five of them. The wind catches up with them, and nothing happens because they were in a smaller group, right? Even though John Leguizamo was only in a group of five, and they all died. Yeah. But okay. But they was in a car. Could have run the wind over. <laughs> <laughs> Car's bad for the environment. That's why you're yeah, fucked. That's why yeah, nature yeah, fucked them. All yeah. the pollution. Yeah. Marky Mark and his little group, which is him, Zoe, Jess, and two teenage boys. Jared then, and Josh. Was it? Jared and Josh. Jared and Josh. I yeah. didn't bother writing names down. Two Js. The two J-mans. The two Js. Along with <laughs> Jess makes three. <laughs> Jared, Josh, and Jess. Yes. <laughs> uh, they find a truck, and Marky Mark looks for a map, but also listens to the radio. And a woman on the radio thinks that it might be to do with a leak. This whole thing is to do with a leak from a nuclear power plant or some yeah. shit. It's just pointless. It would be exposition if it went anywhere, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's just, yeah. They then find a house and head over there. <coughs> in the house, they theorize some more about what it could be, and Marky Mark suggests that they need to go to the least populated place, which was the plan anyway. Also, what's wrong with right where they are? It's pretty, pretty empty. Yeah, it's a show home. Everything's made of plastic. Yes. As Marky Mark discovers when he tries the uh, nursery owner's trick of talking to the plant. Yeah. He asks the plant in the corner of the room. <coughs> He's like, we're just here to use the bathroom, if that's okay. And then he touches it. It's plastic. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah. Join the plastic plants. It turns out that the... The plant he the, the plant that he is talking to is plastic. It turns out everything in the house is fake. It's a model home. There's even a sign outside that says "model, model home, home," which apparently they didn't spot on the way in. No, no. Okay. Uh, and also, yeah, but they've decided that they're going to carry on with the original plan, which is to head to Arendelle, yeah, wherever the which fuck they that is. Decided a minute ago. Yeah. This, just... this whole scene is just so they can have a piss. Yeah, basically <laughs> pit stop in the fake toilet. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Shit is full. And I mean full because it literally doesn't flush. There's no, it's just, it's not a real toilet. I'm, yeah, this, so, I'm so sorry. None of the plumbing's done. Yeah. Jason's got plumbing in his fucking little shack. <laughs> this palace house is not plumbed in. You don't know that for certain. Just theorizing. Anyway, as they are heading up the hill away from the house, two groups of people arrive at the house. But unfortunately, these groups of people, they're a little too big. Yeah. And so they are happened upon by the happening. One guy starts an industrial-sized lawnmower and lies down in front of it. That's my favourite bit of the film. It's, I think it's everyone's... It's like the one bit that everyone yeah. remembers. The one good bit. Yeah. So now, as our gang of survivors walk through the countryside, uh, the two teenage boys start giving Marky Mark relationship advice. Yeah. Okay. My advice would be don't marry a woman that acts like a nine-year-old. <laughs> Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah. Also, she shares a flat with three other men. <laughs> In New York. In New York. <laughs> Zoe, yep, Zoe Deschanel calls them over as she's found something. 
It's a portable radio tied to a fence in the middle of a field. Yeah. No one questions why this is here. No, it's just there. It's just there to give them an important bit. It's an exposition radio. <laughs> just there to give them some more plot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on the radio is an emergency broadcast telling them to head west, which is what they were doing anyway. Yeah. The whole scene is fucking pointless. <laughs> There's one of those radios tied to a fence you always see. Yeah. Like, I guess a portable radio. Yeah. Why, why is it tied to this fence in the middle of fucking nowhere? Makes no sense. Zoe Deschanel just then decides that they need to stop because Jess is tired and hasn't eaten. Yeah. So they head over to a seemingly abandoned house. Seemingly abandoned as it's boarded up. Probably also not the kind of place you go looking for food. If there's any food in there, it's going to be out of date if it's boarded up. Yeah. But no. While the guys are scoping it out, Jess plays on the swing in front of the house, which Marky Mark doesn't think is a smart idea, as it's attached to a tree. Yeah. But he's the only one that thinks this, because he's <coughs> the only adult. Yeah. He goes, like, like with the whole, everything that's going on, he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And, like, what's her name? Zoe, Zoe like, Deschanel. Well, I like, promised her. Yeah, I, but she, I, I only said for a minute. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that'll that's be fine, fine then. then, yeah. But she carries on the yeah, entire no, scene. Yeah, we just decided that all the plants are killing people, but that's, yep. that's all right, yeah. Yeah, sure, fine. Idiot. One of the teenagers then spots what appears to be someone moving in in, uh, in the house through a gap. There is indeed someone inside. Hmm. A gruff, unfriendly-sounding man who doesn't want to help them or even open the door. However, in an attempt to prove that they're healthy and that it's safe, Marky Mark decides <laughs> to sing to the man. <laughs> You've lost so odd. that love and feeling. <laughs> It's, it's not that song. I don't remember what the song is, but it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's just... And then he like, sings, like, a couple of lines of it. It goes, see? See, we're perfectly normal. We're totally sane. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two teenagers try a different tactic. They get angry, start insulting the occupants of the house, and try kicking the door down. So the people in the house murder them both with shotguns. Yeah, which seems rational. Yeah. <laughs> Literally open up the door, barrel comes out, bang! Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, it, then Mark, Mark Wahlberg, like, in slow motion, tries to save the other one and doesn't quite get there in time. Yeah, and then he tries to talk to him once, after he's been shot yeah. in the head. But He's been shot in the head <laughs> with a shotgun. Like, you don't see, like, what's left of his skull. But Marky Mark's leaning over his body like, Hey, guy, you doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man, get up. Yeah. You'll be okay. It's just a flesh wound. you got to say hi much to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking weird. So the two teenagers have been killed. So now our gang of just three promptly leave. Well, Zoe Deschanel and Marky Mark have to run after a very su- upset and crying Jess. Just very traumatised child. Yes. We then cut to Petersburg, West Virginia, another subtitle, where two old ladies are knitting whilst watching the news in gas masks. And then we cut to Jacksonville, Florida. And then we cut to Fairfield, Nebraska, all just showing people watching the news yeah it's pointless and boring Uh, even the news updates that we're hearing give no new information just saying northeastern states bad might be the government yeah that's it could be anything you've got some rednecks getting their weapons ready that's the ones in in nebraska yeah (laughs) (laughs) back over in pennsylvania or wherever this lot are they found they find yet another seemingly abandoned house, but it's not abandoned. No. There's an old passive aggressive woman there sat on her porch drinking lemonade. This is Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Marky Mark is so dumbfounded by the old woman's beauty that he loses the power of speech. <laughs> <laughs> Why rambles he say anything to her? I don't know. He I just mean, she, is, she is a bit off putting because she's like uh she starts does she start off nice or something? No, she's just literally sat on her porch drinking lemonade. Yeah. And she's like, hey, how are you doing? Well, you guys lost or something? And he's yeah. like... She's like, I suppose the polite thing to do would be to offer you some. And yeah. then she's like, I suppose I should ask you to stay for dinner. And he says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he just stares at her in silence this entire scene. It's so weird. Once inside... <laughs> They sit and they have something to eat together. They all seem to struggle to talk to the old woman, but she charms them with her old lady wisdom before physically assaulting Jess for touching yeah. a cookie. <laughs> Get back, you little bitch fucking dog! It was the one part of this film that I was I did not see coming <laughs> at all, because she's all like, which one are you guys doing the chasing? There's always one doing the chasing. Uh, I could always tell it was you. And then you just see Jess going for the cookie, and she's like... And it's not like a soft tap. It like puts a hand through the table. Don't touch what don't belong to you. Yeah, it's weird. And then like she starts talking again. She's like, I suppose I should invite you to stay for the night. She just hands Jess the cookie. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) 
Mrs. Jones also mentions out of nowhere, for no reason, that there is a smaller building out back that was used to hide slaves in during the Civil War. Yeah. There's also a pipe connecting the smaller building and the main house that you can talk to each other through. Why the fuck would anyone bring this up? Just, yeah. We'll find just, out later. She just feels it's important, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Again. And it is for the plot. Yeah. <laughs> It turns out the old crank has no electricity, no radio, no TV, no nothing. She's basically completely shut off from the world. They try to tell Mrs. Jones about what happened, but she doesn't want to hear it and says, quote, The world don't care about me. I don't care about it. She begrudgingly lets them stay the night. And it turns out Mrs. Jones is a completely paranoid and awful person to be around. I'm no doctor. I think she's got early onset dementia. Absolutely. Early onset. I think she's got full on (laughs) Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's like, oh, of all the fucking places to find, of all the people to stumble upon, this is who we're stuck with. Yeah, what a surprise in, like, mid-state America to find a random nutcase old lady (laughs) living on her own on an old farm (laughs) site. The next morning, Marky Mark wakes to find his wife and Jess are not there, so he snoops around the house until he finds a creepy old doll in a bed. Yeah, he and finds the- her bedroom and it's yeah. like like a life-size child doll. It's weird. Mm. And then, unfortunately, he also finds a very irrational Mrs. Jones who accuses him of stealing and demands they leave before she storms off to her garden where she gets happened Happen. upon by the happening. <laughs> but she's by herself. Yeah. So that group thing's out the window. That Yeah, but, like, she's obviously crazy. So fuck So, her. yeah, she's, like, she's clearly a threat. So the wind was like, oh, out. Yeah. Yep. Do without that one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mark- Even though she tends to a massive garden, like yeah. she clearly like does a lot for nature. Yeah, like but she still, grows her own nature food. is like uh, yeah. no, let's happen the shit out of her. Yeah, <laughs> Marky Mark runs back in the house. Uh, Zoe, Deschanel, and Jess are still nowhere to be seen at this point. But you can hear them. Oh, this is a bit later. That's oh, a bit later. It? Sorry, Mrs. Jones. Oh who's yes, outside and has been happened upon. She now circles the house and smashes her head through the windows from the outside. It's fucking laughable. Yeah. She just headbutts her, with her face through the windows well, to first death. She's like headbutting the wall, first of all. Oh, yeah. Like it shows like there's like a picture going like on the wall where she's headbutting the wall. And then she walks up and you see her through the window and she's clearly got a bit fucked up in the face. And she just puts her face through the glass. Yeah. Like and does this twice, I think, to, yeah. until she's dead, basically. Yeah, basically she's putting all the windows through so he can't hide from the happening. <laughs> Marky Mark does hide in a different room. Yeah. He locks himself in there. And then he hears his wife and Jess playing and laughing. But they're not in the house. They're in the shed out back we mentioned where they used yeah. to hide slaves. The slave building. With the fucking pipe that seems totally pointless. Yeah. <laughs> if you were if you were going to hide people from slavers, like yeah. you're hiding your black friends out there from slavers that are coming around, why would you have a line of communication from the hiding place to the main building that you can't, there's no button. You can't shut it off. So basically if you're in the hiding place, you have to be completely silent, yeah, completely quiet. <laughs> Otherwise anybody in the building will hear you. Well, you could, I suppose it's like you're in there and you can hear what they're the, the people are talking about, I guess. I just don't see the point of it. Like just some random person going, Oh, hello, Mr. Slaver. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy you popping round. Just plug it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he tells them through the, the pipe to shut the windows and doors. Mm. So they've trapped. So they're trapped, sorry. Yeah, trapped in two separate Marky buildings. Mark in the house, Zoe Deschanel and Jess in the outhouse. But unfortunately for us, the viewer, they can still talk to each other. Yeah. And we get a load of more painful acting. Oh, mate. This is like. This they is... just randomly start talking about their relationship and their first date. This is where we find out about the origin of the mood ring. Yeah. Yeah. Thrilling. Uh, and it, he won it for her and she didn't want it. And Mark Wahlberg. I mean, Mark Wahlberg has. I've seen him in films where he acts. Um, yeah. This is not that film. Like, like he's having a bit of a cry at one point, but he's doing that. <laughs> I think cry. Like, yeah, like, but there's like no tears, like nothing at all. Yeah. You're just like, she can't see you. You don't have to pretend. <laughs> just make the noises. <laughs> Marky Mark decides that if he's going to die, he wants to be with his childlike bride that's been, at best, pretty dis- distant most of this yeah. movie. Has, yeah, not really? deserved that. Really? Her? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he opens up the door. And the kid's not yours. Yeah. So he opens up the door <laughs> and he heads out. And she does the same thing, dragging Jess out with her, which seems unfair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've just... I mean, they want to be with each other so badly that they're just going to walk out into the happening and get yeah. happened. Um, yeah, Jess, who is a child, has no say in this. No. <laughs> like, like, she's can, like, come on. Can't you just go out and I'll stay here? Yeah. Why am I? Why am I going out with you? Yeah, I've I've been outside. It's overrated. Yeah. 
So, <clears throat> they walk towards each other, fully prepared to be happened upon by the happening. As the music swells. The wind is blowing. Yep. The film score swells. They finally meet in the middle, hold hands, and then for some reason we get another subtitle come up that says Arendelle County, 9.58am, but the music is still swelling, so don't let that distract you, audience. We're still very much in the moment. Yeah. And then... Nothing really happens. No. No. So they go back inside the main house and just have a sit down. Yeah, Mark Walkman goes, I guess it must have finished while we were still in the house. He says, quote, <clears throat> the event must have ended before we went out. The end. end no. Of, end of scene, at yeah. least. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a massive <laughs> anti-climax. Like, huge anti-climax. We then cut to three months later. Zoe Deschanel and Marky Mark and Jess are living back in Philadelphia, and Jess is getting ready for her first day of school. And then Marky Mark walks her to the bus stop. And then we get a news report. And yes, it was trees defending themselves. Well, this is what that one scientist is saying. It was definitely trees defending themselves. But the news reporter, like the Fox News reporter or whatever, is going, but it didn't happen anywhere else, so don't believe you. Well, his his because obviously it was theorised for a bit that it might be terrorists. Mm. And he says, well, if it happened anywhere else, I could believe that. Because apparently only America gets terrorist attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Then Zoe Deschanel finds out she's pregnant. Okay. And then which we cut... Which she's happy about. Yes. Then we cut to Paris, France. No subtitle for this one. No. We just have to guess by the French accents and the architecture. Uh, and, 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 yeah, the Blackpool Tower in the background. Yep. <laughs> and in France, the happening starts happening and then the film ends. Yeah. That's that's it. That's the big M. Night Shia LaBeouf twist is it just happens in Paris as well. Yeah. It's, it's just, it happens again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not over. Luckily, to date, there's been no sequel. So <laughs> we don't get... Le Happening. Le Happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is that is the end of the film. That's it. That is ev- that's pretty much everything that happens. Um, thoughts? <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, honestly, I just... I, I, halfway through, I was like, I've missed the point of this film. It's It's not... This isn't a serious film. Mm. Like it's not a thriller. Like this is or attempt at a thriller. It's a parody. It's a satire. It's something like the acting. Like or it's like everybody in it just like agreed to do the film. They started shooting and then they suddenly went, oh fuck, this film's terrible. Yeah, and just gave up and didn't act through the whole thing. It's a stupid story. Yeah, badly told. Yeah, and the acting is horrible from like every scene from. Mark Wahlberg, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to fucking win an Oscar, but he can act. Yeah. He can do the job. He's definitely better than this fucking film. Even Zoe Deschanel is better than this film. Like, it, it, the, the, the writing's bad. The dialogue's bad. Like, um, just everything. Everything is terrible. Like, it, it's, it's got to be... I mean, M. Night Shyamalan is, is hit and miss at best. Um I mean, like, um, I don't think he's a very good filmmaker. Six Sense was good. Yeah, I mean, no, he has made, yeah. like I said, he's and, hit and miss. Unbreakable, but I really liked. He's hit and miss, but he misses more than Yeah, he oh, hits. no, yeah. Almost everything he's made in the last 10 years has been pretty terrible. Mm. Like, but yeah, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, the, the same guy that did, like, um, Six Sense and Unbreakable, which are great films. Um, I think this was, like, his oh, no, was fourth. This, this was after, after Signs. Signs. I, actually, I, I don't mind Signs. I'm not a fan of science. That's I haven't like, seen it in a long time. Though. Yeah, that was the first <laughs> one that I was like, nah. um, and then this was terrible. And then after this was the village, was it? No, I think that was before this. Was it? Yeah, because that's fucking a bit. garbage as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, this this was like it's like it's not even trying. It's like this film just got made because he had his name on it, like or something. Like, and it was like nobody had really read it. Yeah. <laughs> this film has a five on IMDb, which I think is really generous. What? <laughs> like really generous. Yeah. Uh, I recently watched Old. Yeah, so film. did I. Yeah, because it's on Netflix. At <sighs> oh the Jesus Christ, that's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, the, the dialogue in that is just laughable, and the, it's there is no like twist ending. It's there's just like a oh it's, uh, yeah, it's exactly what you thought it was. Yeah, it, it, the 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 twist is signposted from very early on in the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again, like all of it's like people don't talk in exposition. Like people don't explain everything that's going on to each yeah, other. Yeah, the dialogue. Yeah, his dialogue is yeah. terrible. It's like all of these people that are experiencing the same thing are, are, are telling each other about it. It's not what happens. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Over. Oh, just awful. Like, kind of entertaining on a God, it's so bad level. Yeah, but just 
Poor. Well, my friend Lance, uh, after I put up the post that this was the film he was doing, he messaged me and said, um, is the happening any good? And I I'd sent back, I said, it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> He was like, oh, I was thinking about watching it tonight. I was like, well, don't let me put you off. Do watch it. <laughs> I said, like, it's that bad. I, I think it's a parody. And yeah, but, then you can listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so then, then yeah, then do that. Um, but yeah, it, it's not, it's just such a weird film. Like, you, you hear stories about how bad it is and everything else, but you yeah. forget exactly how bad it is. And then like you I said, watch I'd, it I'd never seen it. And I, I'd heard Honestly, it was bad. Terrible. And I knew that it, like, someone was like, oh, the twist is it's trees. Like, what they say that from the beginning, and like, what else fucking is it? Yeah, it's just trees releasing toxins that cause people to kill themselves. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, anyway, the best thing to come out of this entire film is the Saturday Night Live uh, Andy Samberg. Hey, God, how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg talks to the animals. It's genius. Uh, <clears throat> right. Some information, some trivia about this film. The budget of this was forty-eight million dollars. It grossed one hundred sixty-three million dollars. So it did actually make some money. Mm. Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg regretted making this, but said, you can't blame me for wanting to try and play a science teacher. At least I wasn't playing a cop or a crook. <laughs> well, he's kind of got a point, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and the word, at least he used the word trying. <laughs> yeah. M. Night Shyamalan is the voice of Joey, as yeah. we've mentioned. Which the you... tiramisu bandit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when a marriage breaks down due to dessert. <laughs> Just days before the first online reviews of this film came out, M. Night Shyamalan told the New York Daily News, quote, we're making an excellent B-movie, that's our goal. He's, he knew it was shit. He did a Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. <laughs> he did a, oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed my comedy. Yeah. <laughs> my comedy movie. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that this is a fucking parody or a comedy because M. Night Shyamalan... It's never touched comedy ever because yeah. he, he's not a comedic person. No. He's not a comedic filmmaker. So to make something terrible and then turn around and say, yeah, it's supposed to be like that. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's You were not trying to be funny. No. It's like the, 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 the polar opposite to like Toby Hooper when he made like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and everyone, that's the greatest horror film ever made. He was, it's a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the character of Alma, Zoe Deschanel, uh, was written with Amy Adams in mind. Amy Adams said no. <laughs> yeah, Amy Adams read the script. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, Fuck off. Zoe Deschanel is one of the few cast members that actually defends the movie. And Stop s- it. And said, people did not know how to appreciate the concept of, quote, natural terror and compared it to Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. No. Nobody's compared it to The Birds. <laughs> she has. <laughs> Oh, she compared it to yeah. that. I thought she was saying that other people would No, no, she compared it to the birds. Oh, right. No, no, that's that's moronic. Yeah, that's... Oh, dear. <laughs> Turns out she is just a pretty face. <laughs> I mean, I'd marry her in a second, but still. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's a Back garbage in the opinion. day, she was my absolute celebrity crush. Yeah. Like, sort of the early 2000s to uh, probably about this came out. But things like when she was in, like... Um, Elf. Al- Elf and Almost Famous. Yeah. She had quite a small role in that. Yeah, love Zoe Deschanel. Mm. But, um, yeah, not so much anymore. She was very much in that time... She uh, was like the it girl. Yeah, of, the, yeah. the pixie, like... Um, manic pixie. Manic pixie yeah. girl, like, but she's ne- she's not come out of the other side of it, <clears throat> whereas most of the girls that were part of that have now. I, I started watching New Girl, and I couldn't. It was no, I've never so, been able to watch more so than, like, awful. one episode. No. Uh, anyway, Kristen Connolly, on the other hand, who plays the woman reading the book at the beginning on the bench, mm. who went on to star in films like Cabin in the Woods. Right. She absolutely <laughs> hates it and refuses to talk about it when asked about it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I would do the same. Like, I'm, I'm sure Mark Wahlberg would do the same as well, but he can't <laughs> because, like, you know, he's the star. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Finally, your thoughts. I don't think I got any. Oh, I got one. Go on. Uh, Jonathan Wallage other than the lawnmower scene it was garbage from recollection I, I mean that is literally the only bit I remember yeah we, that's the only bit anyone, anyone remembers really <laughs> um, I got some comments from people on Instagram Missy underscore chair says unlike most people I liked it I thought it was a silly fun sci-fi not everything has to be auteur level 
You don't mm. know what a tour means, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but no. <laughs> that one's wrong. Maybe if you did approach it, if you went, if it had been labelled under the genre of with you know comedy, yeah. comedy, sci-fi, thriller, then maybe. But, but it's like, still not a great comedy. But like <laughs> I said, I don't believe this was meant to be funny. No. I think that's just something they tried to... Oh, no, it's supposed to be funny. Mm. Don't buy it. Staggerly Tattoos says, Utter, utter shite. Correct. Uh, With a carry says, I was mostly waiting for things to happen. Hey, see what you did there. Numi underscore Numi just says, awful. Yes. Uh, film for tell the Shanna that one Shia Beef. Nope. <laughs> uh, I felt like the, I felt like the I felt like the direction was everything you've ever known about acting. Forget about it. Ruthie, not Ruth. First let down by Shyamalan. Don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. Loved everything before that, which was yeah. Not if 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 we've got the timeline right, then that's that's incorrect. <laughs> uh, Six Sense. Yeah. Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Signs. I quite like it. Mm. I remember liking it. The village is garbage. Lady in the water. I've never seen it. I had, I've never I seen the village. Saw it when it came out, and I don't remember anything about it. Uh, and then the happening. Mm. So no, I don't. I've never seen Lady in the Water. I don't think I've ever seen the village. The I remember like bad. The film we made after this, the happening, Last Airbender, which is uh, another, which is I think his lowest lowest rated film. Yeah, at four. Yikes! And M underscore Walker X just says it's an odd one. <laughs> it's an understatement. Uh, is that all of them? Uh, sausages and plants and got can't, sorry. Your username is too long. It doesn't fit on the screen. Uh, just says awful film. <laughs> and Sammy two seven nine zero just says no. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. Don't forget to um. You follow us on Instagram. That's where you can, uh, yeah, have your say on whatever we're going to do next, and we will read it out no matter what. Yes, yes, that's a guarantee. Cool. Right. Well, that was that then. That was that. Mm. No. Oh, sorry, there was no news to drink to this week because <clears throat> every bit of news I see is like, well, this is got like it's not happening. Yeah. Every bit of news involving major major studios and upcoming releases, like, oh. Spider-Man 4 has been announced and Sam Raimi's like, it's not happening. It might happen, but it's not happening right now. Nothing is happening. No, in fact, like Disney have put a hold on literally all of their release schedule. Yeah. The so, only thing that's happening is the strike is still going on. Yeah. And this, unless there's any major updates on that. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe if uh, once I see, there's a new A24 film at the moment. Out at the moment, so it's really good. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, I need to see that. Yeah, if we get a chance to see that, we'll review that because A24 is not a struck company, so we can still talk about them. Cool. Cool. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Bye.